Blog Talk Radio. Because time is over. 
over. I'm now beginning to hear the cripples in Paris. Because time is over. In other words, this is the hour for the latter glory. The number two, Jambo Lapili, he said, Alishema, look, Tazama, the Messiah is coming. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so now, in the short time I have, I want to introduce and make a conversation. Between the Lord God Almighty. In the Church of Christ globally. And I'm going to describe a vision here. And then I'm going to launch it on that. What the blessing to see the nation India assembled. Everybody assembled here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a mighty platform from which to launch such a critical message. When the nations are assembled. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, I am standing here and describing the vision. Then I will be able to bring it through it. In that tremendous vision of the Lord. The Lord he lifted me up above the earth. Above the earth. And then I could see the earth. And at that point, as I was looking at the earth, I saw something that looked like a major earthquake. Being 
reason I do so is because of the apostasy in the house. Sababu nafanya hivyo ni kwa sababu ya mwanguko kutoka kwa imani ya kweli kwa kanisa. Falling away from true faith that you see globally in the church. Mwanguko kutoka katika imani ya kweli mnayoiona kote kote ulimwenguni kwa kanisa. So what is the message when the Lord showed me those Christians that were buried in the dust of the earth and then they are pulled in glorious bodies and they go up and enter with the glory of God what is the message to the church basi ujumbe ni upi wakati bwana ananionyesha wale wa kristo waliotoka katika mavumbi ya dunia wakapaa juu na kuingia katika utukufu wa Mungu ujumbe ni upi kwa kanisa Now listen to this. Sasa sikiza haya. When the Lord was calling. I remember in one of those major major visitations of calling. Nakumbuka moja wapo yale matembeleo makubwa makubwa ya mwito. He presented before the throne of God in heaven. Aliwasilisha mbele ya enzi ya Mungu kule mbinguni. The ark of the covenant of the Lord. Sanduku la agano la Bwana. And there's so much there because the Bible was inside there. Na kuna mengi pale maana Biblia ilikuwa mlendani. Lightning strikes the Bible three times there's a whole narrative around it. Then on one side alafu upande ule mwingine was seated Moses the man of God alikuwa ametetimusha mtumishi wa Mungu hallelujah hallelujah this is too much hard food for you people or you are able to digest this food je hiki ni chakula kigumu sana kwenu ama mnaweza tutakuna hiki chakula lakini kulikuwa na Musa katika upande mmoja wa kiti cha rehema cha sanduku la agano na upande ule ule karibu na Musa alikuwa Elia nabii mkuu wa Bwana. Lakini upande ule mwingine wa kiti cha rehema alikuwa ameketi peke yake. Danieli nabii akishaye wa Bwana. Ambaye hata simba hawangemla and then of course the rest of the conversation
Katika utulizo huo there will be a distress as has not happened before. Kutakuwepo na dhiki na taabu kama vile ijawahi kuwepo hapo nyumbani. And then he talks about as has not happened from the beginning of nation. Alafu anasema kama vile ijawahi kutendeka tabia mwanzo wa mataifa. And he says until then. Na anasema hadi wakati huo. And remember Daniel Ya bikuni. 
Life 
kanisa limechanganya nuru na giza what are homosexuals doing at the pulpit of my god my shoulder wanafanya nini katika madhabahu ya mungu wangu what are immoral women doing in the house with immoral person in the house with holy house of jehovah wanawake wa sherati wanafanya nini na mabadi ya kiusherati katika nyumba takatifu what are the false prophets doing in the house manabii wa uongo wanafanya nini katika nyumba why are the false prophets preaching the gospel of the stomach in the house ni kwa nini mitume wa uongo wanahubiri injili ya tumbo katika nyumba why are some christians in kisumu here consulting with which doctors ni kwa nini baadhi ya wahubiri hapaki sugu wanakwenda kutafuta ushauri kwa waganga na wachawi so there is so much pepo kuna mengi brother pale ndani so much mengi What are the abortions doing in the house? Why are there scandals in the house? Ni kwa nini kuna kuaga nyumba katika nyumba? Kwa nini kuna trashwa katika nyumba? Hallelujah. Let's try it to move on because of time. I'm saying, I from there you can begin to bring the message to the church. Ninasema tangia pale unaweza anza kuchukua ujumbe kwa kanisa. Na ukaanze kuuliza maswali. Wengi 
wa waliolala katika mafumbi ya dunia wataamuka na anasema wakati watakapoamuka anasema wengine kwa uzima wa milele na wengine kwa aibu ya milele That is very powerful. Because they will be like the sun. 
Bwana anasema kwa maneno mengine when he shared this conversation ya wakati ambapo ameshiriki majadiliano haya then now he says sasa yu asema ninaweza kwa mtu sasa haraka mno kwamba watafukuza katika vikundi viwili kikundi kimoja kwenda vikundi kingine kwa hukumu lakini kikundi kile kimoja kitakachoenda vikundi katika vikundi viwili tena kutakuwa na wale ambao ni wenye hekima Na ukasimame mbele zao. 
katika saa hii nyeti mno katika historia ya kanisa na katika hayo majadiliano nilishiriki kuhusu maono makuu kuhusiana kukuja kwa masihi alafu tukasoma kutoka kitabu cha Danieli 12 and some very important issues came up na maswala nyeti mno yakaibuka which the lord is actually driving into the heart of the church ambayo bwana anaeleza katika mioyo ya kanisa miongoni mwao iliyokuwa nyeti became the fact ikakuja kwamba swala that the lord is exalting the church exalting encouraging the church bwana ananivunza kanisa the lord is ruling the church bwana anavuta kanisa and asking the church na kuliuliza kanisa to establish certain key fundamentals likaimarishe baadhi ya mambo muhimu in her salvation katika uokovu wake and we saw very clearly na tuliona watu wazi mno that she talks about the divine registry of god kwamba anazungumzia kuhusu register ya kiungu ya mungu that in that registry ya kwamba katika hiyo register the lord is keeping a record bwana anahifadhi rekodi record of the names of the righteous people rekodi ya majina ya watu wenye haki people that walk in the fear of god watu watembeao katika hofu ya bwana and that this record is not a fairy tale it's not a story book it's a real record in the kingdom of god then the day is coming when it will really matter if your name is found in that book the title of our conversation today is defining the bride of Christ kutambua defining identifying the bride of Christ and i said that in the conversation the lord is having with me what is most important is that the lord is raising for the features the features that the church ought to possess in order to be in right standing with the lord and among them we have seen he said that the day comes when it will be key that your name must be found in that book of life and we want father also to say that that church is celebrated my people church those are my people and he says they shall be my people and i will be their god so he identifies very closely with them and i wanted to raise up some of those teachers that you may ask yourself some serious questions 
fruitless the righteousness of the Lord. And then the question became. Church of Christ. Ever since you became born again. Have you really led people to the righteousness of the Lord? Also, ever since you became born again, have you really led people to the wisdom of God? Saying that when we practice salvation, that at the center of Christian worship is the evangelism we do. Meaning, what we do becomes evangelism. The world can see. And I say it. The serious questions have arisen in the conduct of the present church. And I say it. And today I'm going to share very deeply. Because down the line I'm going to share a certain vision at the throne of God. But I say it. But sometimes when you look at the practice of the present day believer. They turn people away from the righteousness of the Lord. And I say that becomes the point of the need for reformation in the church. Restoration. Revival. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to move a little further now. Why does he talk about those who are sleeping in the dust of the earth? I'm going to walk with you step by step so we may read about the coming of the Messiah first. Then I'll be able now to navigate you to a place where he uses the luster, the glory of light to define that church. The book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 precious people verses 16 and 17. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 he says, for the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel and the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. So, 
So you see that the Lord is giving the chronology of the events of that day. Right? It's important to understand that as he was talking about the rapture of the day, they are sleeping the dust of the earth. That is just a section of the events of the day. Because actually, the Bible says that those who are asleep in the dust will be the first to get up, be resurrected, be glorified, and then rise to Him. And that is now the resurrection. He now says, when we read Father, those who are still alive at that time and Christian. He says, those will be translated. So you see, the others have been transformed, but now the, those who are alive at that point will be translated and they will catch up with the others there. Verse 17. He says, after that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. And so that is very powerful. Because he is saying that those who are asleep in the dust will they will resurrect first be transformed to glorious bodies and garments, which I will share very shortly on, and then meet the Lord in the sky. After that, we were still alive, translated to catch up with them there. For the Lord Himself. On that day, will come down. And yet, we know very well that in the book of Acts, chapter 1, verse 11, when he was taken up, Acts, chapter 1, verse 11, the Lord says here, He says, Men of Galilee, they say, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus who has been taken away from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. And the Lord Himself will come down. But now we are being told here how He will come down. And you see that essentially He is saying that He will come back again 
in that glorious body you come back again with the cloud ya kwamba atakuja tena na uamwili wa utukufu na uamwili wa utukufu atarudi tena katika mwingu haleluya haleluya and then alafu if you read the book of john chapter 11 verse 11 ukisoma kitabu cha yohana sura ya 11 mstari wa 11 Spoke to the disciples. He said, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep. Let me go there and wake him up. And that's why he now shows me. Sasa ananionyesha they are sleep in the dust of the earth. Wale ambao walilala katika mafumbi ya dunia. Wakiamuka Yesu he shows them to me now awakening. Ananionyesha sasa wakiamuka. But who are these? Lakini hawa ni kina nani? That is now the serious question. Sasa hilo ndilo swali yetu because he said in this conversation with me. Kwa sababu alisema katika majadiliano haya pamoja nami and the majority of them have remained in the dust of the earth. By the way, I know so much detail that I'm not shared. Some of which I'm not shared. Some of which I don't share because of time also. For example, I also know when all of them are seen today, so it will take place. The same way I prophesied the earthquake coming to Mount Everest. To shake the biggest heaviest mountain on the earth, the heaviest. That people used to go there to just sit on the slopes and gaze at the sun and meditate and worship. You see, so if I speak that, I say he's coming to shake the mountain. And then it comes to pass. The same way I talk about Katrina New Orleans. And then it comes to pass. Is the same way. What I'm discussing today regarding the day I have seen kuhusiana na kile ambacho nazungumza leo hii kuhusiana na kile siku ambayo nimeiona hivyo 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 itakavyotimilizwa hivyo ndivyo bwana anaposema anasema kama vile tu alivyosema kwamba nitakapokuja kisumu the glory of mzee the glory of mzee utukufu wa mzee utukufu wa mzee and it was someone from from Maryland called Pastor Lupo who is sitting here we are honored Pastor Lupo with his wife they are the ones who ask that process we had what the meaning of the word we say and then a big discussion began in the web until the people from our radio station say no it means the ancient of days So when I was giving the prophecy about this meeting I said the glory of Musei will come down Now look it's right there
found to the church in that way. The fluke. The same way he said this thing that they are coming to pass. In the same way the day he is announcing will come to pass. But let me move on on this. So you see that the Lord is speaking to the current church. And he's telling the truth is vision here. That look this is the hour of wisdom in the church. Can I read this? That if you have been waiting for an hour, where wisdom will really come out in the church. He says, don't wait anymore. Because that hour has a mind. Yeah, because the Lord will come for the church. And that wisdom will now matter. And then, is using that to say another thing again. That you are the generation of wisdom in this In other words, you are the church. You are the church that will walk in that wisdom. The converted church. Converted church. But have you embraced that? That's the question. Have you embraced it? In other words, you are the generation of wisdom in the church. Where wisdom is the fear of God. And I said there are certain things when you look at the present day church that you people preside over. There are certain things you just look at and you say that surely this does not reflect the fear of God. For example, there are motions in the church. The, the nudity of women in the church ties, women wearing tight skirts for you to see their bodies, their anatomy as they worship. That is immoral. You know that that is immorality. Lovely armor skates. In fact, thousands of skirts that are tied for you to see the anatomy. Now, that definitely is evil and sinful. Then the question becomes. If, she, if he or she, whoever it is, is dressed that way, has the fear of God. If they had the fear of God, wouldn't they have questioned themselves? Because every person has capacity, he has put enough capacity to detect what is evil and what is right. 
amehakikisha kwamba ameweka uweza wa kuweza kutakuwa na hiyo mabaya na mema na hiyo ndio sababu ninasema the anointing for this hour upako wa ishahili is meant to reveal sin unasababishwa kufunua dhambi that there people may ya kwamba basi watu waweze kutubu then the next thing is this is again now the hour of righteousness alafu kitu kingine hili ndilo saa la uhaki haleluya haleluya let me move deeper now hebu nikaingie mingine sana i want to focus on the wise ninataka kulenga wenye hekima before i come to the righteous kabla niche kwa wenye haki because my mission today kwa sababu huduma yangu hivi leo is to give to identify to you the perfect bride of christ ni kuweza kutakuwa pia rusi mkamilifu wa kristo now look at this sasa tazama hii to say anasema in this tremendous vision katika maono haya ya ajabu those who are wise will shine will shine like the brightness of the heavens anasema wale wenye hekima watangaa kama mwanga wa mbingu and those who lead many to righteousness will shine like the stars forever and ever na wale wabangoza wengi kutenda uhaki watangaa kama nyota milele na milele it is amazing to me yashangaza kwangu mie that the lord is using the lustre of light ya kwamba Bwana anatumia ile mianga ya mwangaza mianga mianga is very powerful the, the glow of light ile mianga ya mwangaza to be able to define the bride ili kuweza kuelezea pia rusi akisema that those who are wise kwamba wale wenye hekima they will, they will shine a light like the skies kama like the heavens kama mbingu and those who lead many righteousness they will shine a light like the stars na wale waongoza wengi watangaza amwangaza kama nyota so therefore the lord is saying if basi bwana anyuasema that for you to identify who the bride of christ is the perfect bride kwamba kwako wewe kutakuwa pia rusi wa kristo pia rusi mkamilifu ni nani then you can use this standard of the light basi unaweza kutumia kiwango hiki cha mwangaza kiasi gani? Haleluya. Haleluya. Na katika haya maono waliponyonyesha haya. Ungeweza kuona kwamba kulikuwa na giza. Na walipotoka nje, that's what we think the background of the darkness and the dust I could see their glorious garments. Kati ya ule mwanga na magumbi ningeweza kuona ule mwanga ukiangaza ule mwanga the glorious garments glowing in that background that's why it's so powerful to see it looks like we are put it on the web we put it on the web many many years ago but i'm saying ninasema kwamba kulikuwa na giza na wakati tukio hilo linapotukia then now you see the glory within that background basi unaona utukufu katika matukio hayo haleluya haleluya pamoja nami kitabu cha Yohana nitaelezea jinsi hiyo inatendeka kwa kanisa leo hii geuka pamoja nami kitabu cha Yohana sura ya 8 mstari wa 12 
Hebu ni tafute kwanza. Okay, there you go. Hapo waondoka basi. John chapter 8 verse 12. Can I read it now? Yohana mlango wa 8 mstari wa 12 je naweza nikaisoma? When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Kisha Yesu akasema nao tena atawaambia, mimi ni nuru ya ulimwengu. Mtu yeyote akinifuata hatatembea kizani kamwe, bali atakuwa na nuru ya uzima. Everyone in the house. But 
chake nayo hutoa mwanga kila mtu aliyepo ndani ya ile nyumba aweze kuona hivyo hivyo let your eyes shine before others nuru yetu iangaze mbele ya watu wengine before men mbele ya watu when a man is equal to men and women ambapo watu inalinganishwa tu wa kike na wa kiume They don't come out and go up here. Hawatoki na kwenda tu hapa juu. They come out. Wanatoka together with the living saints, the holy living. Pamoja na wale wateule wanaoishi ambao ni watakatifu. And they are pulled to one corner of the earth. Na wanavutwa pembeni moja ya ulimwengu. And I know exactly that spot. Na ninajua mahali pale haswa where that portal is. Mahali pale mahali palipo. You can tell because I've read a scripture. Unaweza sema kwa sababu nimesoma andiko. I've read Acts chapter 111. Nimesoma matendo ya mitume mlango wa kwanza mstari wa 11. Till recently I only revealed to a few bishops here, right? Hadi hivi karibuni nikafunua tu kwa maaskofu wachache hapa. Where that portal is and where they will be pulled to. Mahali But now pale, I've said it, I've said it in the public. Mahali pale paingilio mahali patakapokuwa, lakini nimesema waziwazi hadharani. Ndio. Yeah. No he not. Je, hamjui? 
the different Jesus kwamba huyu Yesu who has been taken away from you ambaye amechukuliwa kutoka kwenu in that glorious body of his katika huwa mwili wa utukufu wake together with the cloud pamoja na wingu will come back in the same way atarudi katika njia ile ile haleluya haleluya so you see that today the lord is releasing some deeper secrets here kwa hivyo unaona hiyo leo bwana anaachilia baadhi ya siri za vilindini hapa so they are all pulled to one corner kwa hivyo wote wanavutwa kwenda pembe moja fulani where the portal is mahali ingilio lipo and as they enter the cloud covers na wanapoingia basi wingu lafunika but i want to mention this precious thing lakini nataka kutaja haya watu wa thamani in that vision there was darkness and then they were coming out so there was the glory in the background of that darkness katika hayo maono kulikuwa na giza wanapotoka kwa hivyo kulikuwa na utukufu katika matukio in fact if you see the image we posted on the web many many years ago after that vision of course i sit with graphics designers we try to put it on the web if you see the image we posted on the web hata hivyo ukiona ile picha ambayo tuliweka katika mtandao miaka mingi mingi iliyopita you see as if the sun is coming out waona kana kwamba jua ndio linachomoza so hivyo just like the heavens the sky kama vile mbingu anga after the darkness of the night baada ya giza wakati wa usiku when the sun comes out wakati jua linachomoza and the sky now lights up na anga sasa inangaa and begins to illuminate the dark sky na ina, the dark earth na inaanza kuangazia dunia yenye giza <laughs> hallelujah hallelujah just like after a dark night kama vile tu wakati wa usiku wa giza And then the sun begins to come out. Alafu jua linaanza kuchomoza. Illuminating the skies, the, the heavens. Ikiangaza anga, ikiangaza na mbingu. And then the heavens now begin to change the countenance of the dark earth. Alafu sasa mbingu inaanza kubadilisha ile taswira ya dunia yenye giza. So is the wise church. Hivyo ndivyo lilivyo kanisa la wenye hekima. Supposed to be. Linapaswa kuwa Are we together now? Je, tuko pamoja sasa? Because even before he said you are the light of the world, he already said something they're saying that you are the salt of the earth. Kwa sababu hata kabla ya kusema kwamba ninyi ndio nuru ya ulimwengu, alisema kitu kwamba ninyi ni chumvi ya dunia. Meaning, kumaanisha in defining the perfect bride of Christ. Katika kuelezea pia harusi mkamilifu wa Kristo. She must be found lazima apatikane to have capacity kuwa na uwezo to change ya kubadilisha transform kubadilisha illuminate kuangaza this dark earth dunia hii yenye giza totoro I said we are going to define her. Nikasema tunaenda kumuelezea. Now we are seeing the basic tenets of that church. Sasa tunaona tabia za hilo kanisa. And I, I don't have much time to prevail on this because I need to move to another and bring you to a vision at the throne that also helps define that church. I need to move there. Sina muda mwingi nahitaji kusonga kwa maono katika enzi. Alafu kisha niletee vipengee vyake pia. To take you to the throne of God and give you the vision from the throne kuwapeleka katika enzi ya Mungu na niwapatieni maono kutoka katika enzi ya Mungu. Anasema that every time you look at the sky at sunrise. Ya kwamba kila mara unapoangalia anga wakati wa machweo ya jua. It gives hope. Inapeana tumaini. 
were previously dark world kwa ulimwengu uliokuwa na giza hapo nyumae the wise church kanisa la wenye hekima the hope tumaini she is the hope yeye ni tumaini of this dark world ya ulimwengu huu mwenye giza do you see that in you je waona hiyo ndani mwako do you see that in you je waona hiyo ndani mwako i don't want to deal with the righteous i want to handle the wise first Sitaki kuenda kwa wenye haki nataka nishughulikie wenye hekima kwanza because the righteous are also so powerful kwa sababu wenye haki pia ni ya nguvu kabisa because i will talk to you kwa sababu nitawazungumzia how the lord uses the constellation of the stars jinsi ambavyo bwana anatumia ule uangavu wa nyota and the way the stars are so be- the way they beautify the heaven na jinsi ambavyo nyota wanarembesha mbingu And so he says there is a church. That is supposed to beautify heaven. But let us go step by step first with the wise and then we come to the righteous then I'll go to the throne, right? Lakini kwanza wacha twende hatua kwa hatua. Twende kwa wale wenye hekima, alafu tutarudi kwa wale wenye uhaki, alafu tutaenda kwa enzi. So you see the way he uses the glory, the glow kwa hivyo basi waona jinsi ambavyo anatumia utukufu ule mwangavu because kwa sababu Christ Jesus is the light of this world Yesu Kristo ndiye nuru ya ulimwengu huu and so that means na basi hiyo yamaanisha when he says anaposema you are the light of this world ninyi ndinyi nuru ya ulimwengu huu then he says basi anasema that the perfect bright that walks after me ya kwamba biarusi mkamilifu atembaye mbele zangu is the church that taps on my light ni kanisa ambalo linategemea nuru yangu and then communicates it alafu inaiwasilisha kwa ulimwengu wenye giza can i finish with the wise the book of daniel chapter 12 verse 10 hebu nimalizie na wenye hekima katika kitabu cha danieli 12 mstari wa 10 haleluya haleluya Daniel chapter 12 Danieli 12 verse 10 Mustari wake wa 10 I will add a little bit to expand a little bit more Nitaongezea kidogo kuipanua kidogo Hallelujah Hallelujah Verse 10 he says Mustari wa 10 asema Many will be purified and made spotless and refined but the wicked will continue to be wicked Wengi watatakaswa na kuondolewa mawa na kuwa safi lakini waovu wataendelea kuwa waovu none of the wicked will understand but those who are wise will understand hakuna mmoja wa waovu atakayefahamu lakini wale wenye hekima watafahamu again now he talks about the wise tena sasa anazungumzia wenye hekima and now what is doing na sasa kile ambacho anatenda anasema the dichotomy there will be two ya kwamba kutakuwa na wawili the wicked and the wise waovu na wale wenye hekima he saying anasema that the wise will have a certain understanding ya kwamba wenye hekima watakuwa na ufahamu kiasi fulani understanding of the time ufahamu wa nyakati understanding of the requirements ufahamu wa matakwa understanding of the mysteries of god at this hour ufahamu wa siri za mungu katika saa hii and he says naye anasema it's so powerful when he uses this ni nguvu sana anapotumia hii because he says wise will shine like the brightness of the skies kwa sababu of the heavens wenye hekima watangaa kama mwanga wa mbingu meaning affecting the dark world kumaanisha itaathiri dunia yenye giza now sasa he says at this place anasema mahali hapa that the wise 
kwamba wenye hekima will have understanding watakuwa na ufahamu and then i began to understand alafu kisha nikaanza kuelewa that this is the gift kwamba hiki ndicho kipawa this is the gift hiki ndicho kipawa that when the wise Church I am trying to identify for you here. Ya kwamba wakati kanisa la wenye hekima ambalo unajaribu kuwaelezea hapa. We'll begin to operate in the gift of understanding. Litaanza kufanya kazi katika kipawa cha ufahamu. She will help this dark generation. Atasaidia ulimwengu huu mwenye giza to know kujua how to navigate themselves. Jinsi ya kujiendeleza wenyewe. How to live in this difficult hour. Jinsi ya kuishi katika saa hii lenye ugumu in the fear of God katika hofu ya Mungu ah, ah i thought that was the point at which she will beam the heaven the bright heavens to the dark earth nafikiria huo ndio wakati ambapo alipaswa kuangaza mwanga unaongawa mbingu kwa ulimwengu wenye giza in other words he saying kwa maneno mengine yuasema that the wise church kwamba kanisa la wenye hekima will have insight litakuwa na kule kujua kwa undani will have deeper insight into the things of god at this hour kule kujua kwa undani wa vilindini katika saa hii ya mambo ya Mungu and because of that na kwa sababu ya hiyo when she begins to operate in that gift of understanding anapoanza kufanya kazi katika kipawa hicho cha ufahamu then she will affect basi ataathiri the dark church kanisa lenye giza haleluya haleluya which means inayomaanisha if you were to define her ikiwa ulikuwa umweleze then you are to say basi unapaswa kusema that the wise bride of Christ the wise church kwamba kanisa ambalo ni lenye hekima biarusi is wise unto the words of Jesus yeye ana hekima kwa maneno ya Yesu is wise unto the doctrine of Jesus ana hekima kuhusiana mafundisho ya Yesu meaning she is aware kumaanisha anajua that the gospel of Jesus kwamba injili ya Yesu is about the doctrine of the cross inahusiana na mafundisho ya msalaba doctrine of the blood mafundisho ya damu doctrine of repentance mafundisho ya toba doctrine of holiness mafundisho ya uhaki she knows it anaijua she is aware anajua that is the insight she needs basi huko ni kwa kujua kwa undani ambacho anahitaji so doing she will affect the others na kwa kufanya hivyo atawaathiri wengine the way the brightness of the heavens jinsi ambavyo mwanga ule wa kuangaza wa mbingu affect that dark earth in that vision i saw uliathiri dunia hiyo yenye giza ambayo niliona katika hayo maono evangelize her ikamhubiria ikafanya uinjilisti kwake She will be wise unto salvation. Atakuwa mwenye hekima kwa wokovu. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isn't that awesome? Je, hiyo si ni ajabu. And he say, naye anasema, she will be purified. Atatakaswa. While the wicked fools will continue doing that, he say, for her she will be in pursuit of purification. Wakati wale wa jinga wakiendelea kufanya hivyo na uovu, basi yeye ataendelea kutakaswa. So the question then becomes Basi swali linakuwa Church of Christ Kanisa la Kristo have you perpetually pursued purification Je kwa kuendelea umefuatilia utakaso Haleluya Haleluya Can I go to the book because of time I want to get to the throne Je, eventually Je naweza kwenda katika kitabu maana hatimaye nataka kuingia katika enzi The book Kitabu 
Because today I said I'm going to elucidate, open bit by bit the features. And we found that their names must be found in the book. Kwa sababu leo nilisema ninaenda kuangazia kupanua kidogo vipengee nani tukapata kwamba majina yao lazima yapatikane yameandikwa kwenye kitabu. The book of Revelation Kita- chapter 3 verse 5. Kitabu cha ufunuo wa Yohana sura ya 3 mstari wa 5. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Revelation 3 verse 5. Ufunuo wa Yohana sura ya 3 mstari wa 5. He says Asema, the one who overcomes yeye ashindaye in this version he says the one who is victorious katika tafsiri anasema yule ambaye ni mshindi but i want i love it when he says the one who overcomes an overcomer lakini napenda vile anavyosema yeye ashindaye mshindi the lord says bana alisema I have overcome the world. Nimeushinda ulimwengu. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm talking about the book. Nazungumzia kuhusu kitabu. Those whose names are in the book. Wale ambao majina yao yalikuwa kwa kitabu. He says the one who is victorious. Anasema yeye ashindaye will like them be dressed in white. Atavikwa vazi jeupe kama wao. White. Jeupe. And then he said. Alafu anasema I will never blot out the name of that person from the book of life. Nami sitalifuta jina lake kutoka katika kitabu cha uzima. But will acknowledge that name before my father and his angels. Bali nitarikili jina lake mbele ya baba yangu na mbele za malaika wake. The perfect bride of Christ that is a wise church be arusi mkamilifu ambaye ni kanisa la wenye hekima must be an overcomer lazima awe mshindi there is no other way hakuna njia nyingine yoyote there's only one way ni njia moja tu that just as he overcame sin ya kwamba kama vile alivyoshinda dhambi overcame the moral decay of this world akashinda muozo wa dunia hii so must be the church hivyo ndivyo lapaswa kuwa kanisa that that lies from him ambalo linachukua huo mwanga kutoka kwake and communicates to the dark world na kuelezea kuwasilisha katika ulimwengu wenye giza so hivyo the question then become to the present day church and i see the whole church is here swali lafanyika katika kanisa la sasa na naona kanisa lote ulimwenguni liko hapa have you overcome je umeshinda because when i look at the countenance of the church the appearance now kwa sababu unapoona kuonekana kwa kanisa vile anavyoonekana sasa I can see naweza kuona that sin has overcome her kwamba dhambi imemshinda and that's why na hiyo ndio sababu as I jump to Hebrews chapter 6 verses 4 to 6 ninaporuka katika kitabu cha Waebrania sura ya 6 mstari wa 4 hadi 6 that's why the lord warned like this hivyo ndivyo bwana alivyoonya namna hii this thing about receiving jesus kitu hiki kuhusiana na kumpokea Yesu and the light of Christ na nuru ya Kristo is salvation wakovu wake and then to turn around alafu kugeuka and say ah na kusema ah looks like me i'm defeated yaonekana kana kwamba mimi nimeshindwa i have not managed ah sijajimudu let us see what he says here wacha tuone vile anavyosema hapa Hebrews chapter 6:46 wa Ibrania sura ya 6 mstari wa 4 hadi 6 he says it is impossible For those who have once been enlightened, those who have tasted the heavenly gift, those who have shared in the Holy Spirit, who have tasted the goodness of the word of God and the powers of the coming age and have fallen away to be brought back to repentance 
to their loss, they are crucifying the Son of God all over again and subjecting him to public shame, public disgrace. Let me explain so that it's easier for you. He's, He's saying, anasema, it is impossible. Haiwezekani. If I were you reading that, the word I would underline is called impossible. Kama ningelikuwa wewe nimesoma hiyo, neno ambalo ningelipigia mstari kwamba haiwezekani. Meaning it is not possible. Haiwezekani kamwe. For those who have received Jesus become born again. Kwa wale ambao wamempokea Yesu wakazaliwa mara ya pili. Receive the Holy Spirit. Wakampokea Roho Mtakatifu. They were in that crusade yesterday. Walikuwa katika huo mkutano wa hadhara jana. They saw the blind, the deaf, the crippled, they saw things, they saw the wonders, the power of the coming age they saw yesterday waliona vipopo viwete waliona nguvu nguvu za kizazi kijacho jana the powers of the coming age zile nguvu za kizazi ambacho kinakuja when the doctors say wakati madaktari wanasema that she has no eardrum kwamba hakuwa na eardrum so there is no way she can hear kwa hivyo hakuna vile anaweza akasikia and the lord overruled and placed a new one na bwana akatawala hiyo na akaweka nyingine mpya when they said wakati walisema she has no optic nerve there is no connection between that structure and the brain she cannot it's not possible hana optic nerve hana ile naivera inaunganisha hiyo na akili hawezi kuona maisha yake yote and then the lord came alafu kisha bwana akaja overruled it akaitawala hiyo and put a new nerve na akaweka naivera mpya he said anasema if there is a demonstration of the powers of the coming age kama kuna kuashiria kiashiria cha nguvu za kizazi kinachokuja it is that one basi ndio hiyo so i'm not talking about some imaginary church i'm talking to you people that were in that meeting basi sizungumzii kanisa fulani ambalo liko kwa mawazo nazungumzia kuhusu nyinyi watu ambao mlikuja kwa huo mkutano the ones that even saw the beaming live beam heaven in a broad daylight decide to beam the cloud to beam the glory on his servant openly blatantly is the word blatant without wale, fear now wale ambao mliona oh, yes. mliona mnara wa utukufu wa Mungu ukiangaza kwa mtumishi wake mchana peupe sio siri tena and in fact if you watch that beaming na hata hivyo ukitazama huo mnara you'll find that when the man of god moved like this with that crippled baby utagundua kwamba wakati nabii wa Mungu aliposonga hivi na yule mtoto kiwete master been the time he moved to the worship team to the keyboard there the glory also moved like this lazima iwe ni ule wakati aliposonga kwenda kwa kikundi cha kuabudu kwa wacheza kinanda huo utukufu pia ulisonga naye namna hii you are the witnesses of the powers of the coming age the powers that overrule the laws of nature nyinyi ndio mashahidi wa dhihirisho la nguvu ya kizazi kinachokuja zile nguvu ambazo zilifutilia mbali ile sheria ya kiasili and you are born again na mumeokoka how then basi unawezaje do you turn around and say unaweza kugeuka na ukaseme ah 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 you me you know me i stop I, I took a break from ministry. Ah, waona mimi nilichukua pumziko kutoka kwa huduma. I I rested. Why didn't you come to church? I just took a short break. I I, rest, I wanted to rest a bit. Kwa nini ukuja kanisani? Ah, nilichukua tu pumziko. Nilihitaji kupumzika kidogo. The Lord is saying. Bwana yuasema that continue to rebuke sin kwamba endelea kukemea dhambi whether they all move out of the church ikiwa wote watatoka nje ya kanisa don't stop usikome don't stop 
Continue to rebuke harder, harder. As they are leaving, you are even rebuking more. And he says, in so doing, you will stand with the Lord and the Lord of the harvest. Look in Kenya. Look at the many millions. We don't know the numbers. But we know that it's 92 acres. How can they come to you when you are busy rebuking sin with such blazing fire? wanawezaje kuja kwako wakati ambapo unatemea dhambi na moto uwakao kiasi hichi that means hiyo yamaanisha there must be the lord of harvest somewhere. lazima kuwe kuna mungu wa mavuno mahali haleluya haleluya you cannot give up on ministry hauwezi ukakata tamaa katika huduma and you say i don't know how to handle this church na useme sijui namna ya kushughulikia kanisa hili they are rebellious wao ni waasi they meet in one home wanakutana katika boma fulani moja and discuss me na wananijadili and the things they say are bad because they 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 make sure it reaches my ears na mambo ambayo wanasema ni mabaya maana wanahakikisha kwamba yamesikika katika masikio yangu every time you build this split to happen again bila wakati ambapo unaijenga inakatika kuwili tena you build again after one year it it will happen again another elder come up and mow half of it away unaijenga tena baada ya mwaka mmoja mzee mmoja plani hapo anajitokeza na inaigawa tena this same anasema the perfect bride of Christ the wise church be arusim kamilifu wa kristo kanisa lenye hekima is an overcomer ni mshindi yes ndio and her name is in that book na jina lake limo katika hicho kitabu on matters of sin anasema kuhusiana masuala ya dhambi ah ah that one is easy hiyo ni rahisi jesus finished it for me yesu aliimaliza kwa sababu yangu For me mine is just to preach righteousness. If anyone goes away that's their fault. Kama mtu akiondoka basi hiyo ni makosa yao. But to meet in a house. Lakini kukutana katika nyumba. To start to blaspheme you. Kuanza kukupaka tope. To abuse you and defame you. Kukutukana na kukupaka matope. And then your heart is broken. Alafu moyo wako unavunjika. And your wife wants to kill you on Sunday in the church. Na mke wako anataka kukuua Jumapili kanisani. She's asking. Anauliza. Why are you destroying a beautiful church? Ni kwa nini unaharibu kanisa la kupendeza? And then you should answer her back. Alafu lazima umujibu. Say honey, kusema mpenzi, please stay out of this. Tafadhali kaa kando ya hii. Allow me to sort it out with the Lord. Uniruhusu nikaimalize hii na Mungu. Allow me to sort this out. Uniruhusu nikaimalize hii. She said but so and so's family is not here. So and so is also not here. They have joined the other church. So and so. Yeah? Anasema fulani wa fulani, jamii ya fulani wa fulani no. wako hapa wameungana kanisa lingine. Whether I stand and I preach one person, Ata I will continue rebuking sin. Kubiria mtu mmoja, nitaendelea yes. kukemea dhambi. Ndio. That is what the Lord is saying. Hicho ndicho ambacho Bwana anasema. He saying, anasema, I'm overcomer. Mushindi. You must be lazima uwe but to give up ministry lakini kukata tamaa katika huduma and start writing novels na kuanza kuandika majarida and doing other things 
na kufanya mambo mengine and doing talk show in different tv networks na ukifanya maonyesho fulani katika runinga tofauti selling you are novel ukiuza majarida yako which is not even christian anymore ambayo hata si ya kikristo tena and you are telling people you want to go to hollywood and make movies na unasema unaambia watu unataka kwenda katika hollywood those are your prophets that's what they do hao ndio manabii wenu hicho ndicho wanafanya The church of Christ is an overcomer. Kanisa la Kristo ni mshindi. That's what he's saying here. Hivyo hicho ndicho anachosema hapa. So you rather make sure you understand that right. Kwa hivyo afadhali ukaelewe hiyo vyema. As a feature, as an identity. Kama kipengee, kama kitambulisho. So that you may enter the kingdom of God. Ili kwamba ukapate kuingia katika ufalme wa Mungu. Better you enter the kingdom of God. Afadhali ukaingie ufalme wa Mungu. With that single family they are even poor they cannot support your church. Na hiyo jamii moja hata ni maskini fukara hawawezi wakasimama na kanisa lako. Than to enter hell. Kuliko kuingia jehanamu. With 10,000 members. Na washirika 10,000 who are going to hell with you. Ambao wanakwenda jehanamu na wewe. It's a hellish church. Hellish. Ni kanisa la jehanamu. They are hellbound. Wao ni wa kijehanamu. They are giving you a heck of a time. They don't want righteousness. Hawataki uhaki. They meet you the pastor. Wanakutana nawe wasema mchungaji. You know people are talking. Unajua watu wanaongea. They are saying they are soon going to leave the church. Wanasema hivi karibuni wanaenda kutoka kanisani. You say please don't bring it to me. Anasema tafadhali usiilete kwangu. Because I want to continue on this road. Kwa sababu nataka niendelee na hii barabara. And see how far I can go with the Lord. Na nione itanifikia umbali gani na Bwana. Hey, you are not even worried. Hata una wasiwasi that they are going to go. Kwamba wanaenda kutoka. So no. Unasema la. Mimi ni mshindi. Can I move on? Je, naweza kusonga mbele? Listen to this now. Sikiza haya sasa. Before the global economic crisis came. Kabla ya shida na utata wa kiuchumi wa ulimwengu kuja, the Lord again. Bwana tena spoke with me about the coming of the Messiah. Alinena pamoja nami kuhusiana na kukuja kwa Masihi. And in that conversation, na katika hayo majadiliano, he again gave me the identity of the perfect bride. Tena akanipatia kitambulisho cha biharusi mkamilifu wa Kristo. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what I want to share here. Hicho ndicho ambacho nataka kushiriki hapa. Look at this vision now. Angalia haya maono sasa. The Lord lifted me up. Bwana alikaninua juu on that 19th of August 2008. Tarehe 19 mwezi wa Agosti mwaka wa 2008. In fact a particular hour at 3 a.m. in the morning. Hata hivyo katika saa fulani haswa saa 9 za asubuhi. Before the global economic crisis anyone ever dreamt it was coming. Kabla ya shida ya kiutata ya kiuchumi ya ulimwenguni kote, kabla hata mtu yote kuwazia kuihusu. So 19th of August. Kwa hivyo tarehe 19 mwezi wa Agosti. Look at this now. Angalia hii sasa 2008. Mwaka wa 2008. And then alafu he needed me up at night. Akaninua wakati wa usiku. About 3 a.m. Yapata saa 9 alfajiri. And I found myself standing before the throne of God. Nami nikajipata nimesimama mbele ya enzi ya Mungu. Only later I understood what that means. Baadaye tu ndio nilikuja kuelewa hiyo ilikuwa yamaanishani. Because most of the time you are in a hurry to deliver the message. Kwa sababu but sometimes when you step back and say ah, what does that mean? Kwa sababu mara nyingi uko katika udharura wa kuwasilisha ule ujumbe, lakini baadaye unakuja tu kuwazia, hiyo ilikuwa yamaanishani. Lakini baadaye ukiweza kukanyaga nyuma kidogo alafu uanze sema eh maana hiyo ni nini? So I found myself standing right before the throne of God. Nilijipata nikiwa nimesimama mbele ya enzi ya Mungu. And then alafu the glory the mountain like glory covered the throne 
utukufu mkubwa kama mlima ukafunika enzi ya ajabu in fact hata hivyo in the description that we posted on the web katika maelezo ambayo tuliweka kwenye mtandao many years ago miaka mingi iliyopita you hear me describing unanisikia nikielezea how that glory pervades moves around there moves even around where i'm standing of the mountain like glory is there jinsi ambavyo wa utukufu unavyosonga unasonga songa hata karibu na mimi utukufu huwa mkubwa kama mlima and let me know that he that sits on the throne was seated on the throne na akanisababisha nijue kwamba yeye aliyeketi katika enzi alikuwa ameketi katika enzi now i'm releasing the secrets of heaven sasa ninaachilia siri za mbinguni look at this now angalia hii sasa and you also made me know na pia akanisababisha nijue that the lamb kwamba mwana kondoo was also seated on the throne pia alikuwa ameketi katika enzi but look at this lakini angalia haya i describe nikaelezea how even you could hear the sound of the holiness of the glory jinsi ambavyo hata ungesikia ile sauti sauti ya utakatifu wa utukufu can you imagine hearing it je unaweza ukawazia kuisikia because when the glory moved kwa sababu wakati utukufu uliposonga near me karibu nami it was giving a hissing sound ilikuwa inatoa sauti fulani like kama very holy and dreadful sound also ile sauti takatifu na kutisha mno Yeah, as it moved you know iliposonga and then alafu that is the point at which hapo ndipo pahali he opened my eyes father alifungua macho yangu zaidi then i saw that from the glory of the throne kisha nikaona kwamba kutoka katika ule utukufu wa enzi came one of the four living creatures that are at the center of the throne akatokea moja wapo ya viumbe walio hai katikati mwa ile enzi ya Mungu and there are some parts of this vision that i am not allowed to describe i've never told any human being no. but up to a point i am allowed which i always share na kuna baadhi ya sehemu ya haya maono ambayo siruhusiwi kushiriki sijawahi kushiriki mahali fulani lakini hadi kwenye kiwango ambacho ninaruhusiwa so when he came kwa hivyo alipokuja he had a face like man alikuwa na uso kama wa mwanadamu and then you hear me describing alafu utanisikia nikielezea just a little bit kidogo tu that his face was most serious kwamba uso wake ulikuwa wa kumaanisha zaidi because i saw the straight marks the lines kwa sababu the, the, when he came i knew that this is extremely serious nilijua kwamba ilikuwa ya kumaanisha nyeti maana kulikuwa na ule mkunjo wa uso on the face usoni pake he had a face of man alikuwa na uso wa mwanadamu and that was one of again again one of those most fearful moments in my life na huo ulikuwa moja wapo ya wakati wa kuogofia mno maishani mwangu and the lord you know the lord of course sets me up with them na unajua bwana ananiweka pamoja na wao so the lord kwa hivyo bwana released him to come to me akamwachilia aje kwangu he was dreadful ilikuwa ya kutisha mno and the, i see the human face on him that's na, what he has na naona uso wa mwanadamu kwake and very very glorious and holy face na uso wa utukufu na mtakatifu mno then when he came alafu alipokuja now only later understood what the lord wanted to do ni baadaye ndipo sanikaelewa kile ambacho bwana alihitaji kutenda god the father wanted me to identify him mungu baba alitaka nikaweze kumtambua so when i go out to give the prophecy i know which number he is 
ili kwamba ninapoenda nje kutoa wa unabii nikajue yeye ni nambari gani and so na hivyo he comes anakuja after almost a meter from me umbali kama mita moja hivi after he is sure that i have identified his face baada ya kuhakikisha kwamba nimetambua uso wake his human face uso wake wa kibinadamu then he turned around kisha akageuka There is a silence there again. Kuna unyamavu pale tena. There's one whole motif, a domain there that is silent. Kuna muda kitambo ambao ni wa unyamavu which I'm not allowed to share. I've never shared. Ambao siruhusiwi kushiriki, sijawahi kushiriki. But it turns around. Lakini yuageuka and it goes back to the glory of the throne. Na anarejea katika utukufu katika enzi. And when he enters there, na anapoingia pale, I see him release the black horse. Ninamuona akimwachilia farasi mweusi. Follow me on this. Nifuate katika hii. This is now strong stuff, good food for the church. Sasa hiki ni chakula cha nguvu, chakula nzuri kwa kanisa. Grow the church. Ili kulikuza kanisa. Look at this now. Angalia haya sasa. When now wakati sasa he has gone and released the black horse. Amekwenda na kumwachilia farasi mweusi. The father deliberately. Baba kimakusudi. Again sets me up with the black horse tena ananionyesha ule farasi mweusi kwa sababu kuna kitu alichotaka kunionyesha so the black horse with his rider comes blazing towards me basi yule farasi mweusi pamoja na mpake anakuja akiniangazia akiangaza kwangu and when he gets near me one meter like this he stops like this na anapofika karibu na mimi aiwasimama tu namna hii the black horse of heaven farasi mweusi wa binguni has wings ako na mabawa and those wings na hayo mabawa are glorious white wings ni mabawa ya utukufu meupe how did i know je nilijuaje he came alikuja and when he stopped na aliposimama this what he did hivi ndivyo alivyofanya people in south korea are familiar with this watu wa korea kusini wanajua haya because i was giving the prophecy in south korea kwa sababu nilikuwa natoa unabii kule korea kusini if you look at the videos i gave in boryong busan okay. incheon all those towns okay. you you see always i'm doing this that he stretches wings like he stretched the wings like this and the glory left them and some of it swept me swept the area the glory from the white glorious wings of the black horse ya kwamba anafanya mbawa zake hivi anazikunguta anafanya hivi na utukufu ukatoka utukufu kutoka kwa farasi mweusi wow wow are we going to identify the perfect bride je tutaenda kumtambua bi arusi mkamilifu this is the way to identify her hivi ndivyo ya kumtambua he does this again everybody anafanya hivi tena kila mtu stretches the wings next to me anakunguta yale mba, zile mbawa zake karibu nami the black horse that comes from the throne of my father yule farasi mweusi atokae katika enzi ya baba yangu and he does this na anafanya hivi and the glory emitted comes out of the wings na, utu, like na utukufu aliyowachilia watoka kwa mbawa zake <laughs> namna hii there are some deep things about god kuna baadhi ya mambo ya vilindini kuhusiana na Mungu and it's time for the church to know them nani wakati wa kanisa kujua and then alafu after that baada ya hapo he then now shows me the black horse running all over the earth kisha ananionyesha farasi mweusi akikimbia kote kote ulimwenguni and i remember when i woke up na nakumbuka nalipoamka i of course the bible 
haswa kwanza biblia every time the lord speaks kila wakati bwana ananapongoni in the bible could i have known what the message was ni kwa biblia ni kwa biblia tu ningalijua ujumbe ulikuwa nini and then of course we are going to read it now alafu hata hivyo tunaenda kuisoma but when i went to the book of revelation chapter 6 lakini nalipokwenda kitabu cha ufunuo mlango wake wa 6 then i understood kisha nikaelewa we are not reading yet hatusomi bado then i understood why he brought the creature close to me to identify his face that he may go back and release the black horse but i may know his number and his role basi nikaelewa kwa nini alimleta yule kiumbe aliye na uhai hapo karibu nami na nikaona uso wake alafu akarudi pale akamfuachilia farasi mweusi kisha nipate kuungamanisha yote mawili na nikajue jukumu lake ni lipi listen to me nisikize so hivyo he runs all over the earth i wake up at about 3 o'clock that's how i need to three i check the bible to look for it in fact in my innocence i go to the glossary or whatever the concord to look for black horse then i find it so i go to read now ananionyesha akikimbia kote kote katika dunia basi nilipoamka nikakwenda katika biblia yangu nikakwenda kwenye itifaki kutafuta farasi mweusi alafu ndiposa hivyo ndivyo nilivyoipata then i realized kisha nikagundua when i read niliposoma then i realized kisha nikagundua that the lord had just released a very important feature of the perfect bride nikagundua kwamba bwana ameachilia kipengee cha bia rushi mkamilifu can we now read je tunaweza soma sasa the book of revelation chapter 6 verses 5 to 6 kitabu cha ufunuo wa yohana mlango wake wa 6 mstari wa 5 hadi 6 wow wow what a mighty day Revelation chapter 6 verses 5 to 6. Ufunuo wa Yohana mlango wa 6 mstari wa 5 hadi 6. That's why you see on the YouTube in most of those countries I went before the fulfillment you see me doing my hands like this as I'm preaching. I do like this. That he did like this and you see me doing my niposa mnaona katika YouTube mikono yangu namna hii kwamba alifanya hivi. Revelation chapter 6 verses 5 to 6. Ufunuo wa Yohana mlango wake wa 6 mstari wa 5 hadi 6. When the lamp opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, "Come." I looked and there before me was a black horse. Its rider was holding a pair of scales in his hand. Then I heard what sounded like a voice from among the four living creatures saying, "One quart of wheat for a day's wages, three quarts of barley for a day's wages." Alipoivunja ile rakiri ya tatu nikamsikia yule kiumbe wa tatu mwenye uhai akisema Jo nikatazama na mbele yangu alikuwepo farasi mweusi yeye aliyempanda alikuwa na mizani mkononi mwake ndipo nikasikia kile kilichokuwa kama sauti katikati ya wale viumbe wane mwenye uhai ikisema kipimo kimoja changano kwa mshahara wa kibarua wa siku moja vipimo vitatu vya shahidi kwa mshahara wa kibarua kwa siku moja and he finished by saying na anamalizia kwa kusema and do not damage the oil and the wine lakini usiharibu mafuta na zaituni wala divai that is where the definition of the perfect bride of christ is hapo ndipo maelezo ya bia rushi mkamilifu wa kristo ipo of course when i woke up i began to announce 
the coming of the global economic crisis. Hata hivyo nilipoamka nikaanza kutangaza kukuja kwa utata wa shida ya kiuchumi ya ulimwenguni kote. Why? Kwa nini? Because the balance kwa sababu ratiri the rider of the black horse black horse yule mpandaji yule farasi mweusi is holding a balance in his hand anabeba ratiri mikononi mwake the balance ile ratiri represents buying and selling inaashiria ununuzi na uuzaji meaning there is a black day coming to the global buying and selling kumaanisha kuna siku nyeusi ambayo inakuja katika uuzaji na ununuzi why kwa nini because i saw him run all over the nation kwa sababu nalimuona akikimbia kote kote katika mataifa in that vision katika hayo maono it took only three weeks ilichukua tu majuma matatu and then alafu because first of all when i said when, when i said in the prophecy global global economic crisis kwa sababu kwanza kabisa naliposema katika unabii shida ya utata ya uchumi ya ulimwenguni kote the shock was mshtuko ulikuwa how can you give such a humongous global prophecy how about if it that's too big how about if it does not fulfill unawezaje kupeana unabii mkubwa mkubwa kiasi hicho ya ulimwenguni kote na je kama hayutatimia Even me as I kept giving I said wow but that's too big a prophecy. Hata mimi nilipokuwa nikiutoa nilikuwa nasema ah lakini wewe una unabii mkubwa sana. It took only three weeks. Ilichukua tu majuma matatu. And one single twinkle of an eye like this. Na kufumba tu na kufungua jicho namna hii. And the stock market na soko la hisa crashed from New York all the way through Europe into Asia. Ikaporomoka kote kote kutoka New York kote kote mpaka Asia until it even shocked me also hadi ikanishtua pila and then you heard about the freezing of the credit lines and what and everything that became a big issue alafu mnasikia kule kukomeshwa kwa credit lines na mambo kama hayo yote ikakuwa utatanifu kote okay now sasa that the prophecy was said kwamba unabii ulisemwa and then fulfilled alafu ukatimilizwa What is the message the church? How do we use that to identify the perfect bride? Ujumbe ni upi kwa kanisa? Tunautumiaje kutambua bi harusi mkamilifu wa Kristo? How is that helping us to see an insight to be able to see and say, "Oh, that's the perfect bride. This is not." Tunawezaje kutumia hiyo na kujua ah, huyo ni bibi harusi wa Kristo na huyo sie? Okay focus on me now. Basi mnilenge sasa. Inside that prophecy is the secret of God. Ndani mwa unabii kunayo siri ya Mungu. Look at this. Angalia haya. There is a physical aspect of that prophecy. Kuna kile kiashiria cha kiasilia cha huo unabii. And the spiritual consequence of that prophecy. Na athari za kiroho za huo unabii. That's why I kept saying the double tire. Double tire prophecy. Ndio sababu nasema ni unabii wa kuwili. Look at this now. Angalia haya sasa. When you look at life in Israel, unapoangalia maisha kule Israeli, I'm talking about Israel ancient. Nazungumzia Israeli ya kale. Even now by the way. Hata sasa hata hivyo. It's not any different only that the scales have been scaled up different now. Hakuna tofauti lakini levels are different but they are the same structure. Vile viwango ni tofauti lakini mitindo ni ile ile. Look at this now. Angalia haya sasa. Israel, Israeli, the wealthy people, watu wale matajiri used to live on the hills walikuwa wakiishi kwenye milima because they threw the garbage down 
kwa sababu walitupa taka kule chini the poorer people watu wale maskini fukara used to live at the valleys walikuwa wakiishi kwenye mabonde and that's why na hiyo ndio sababu when he told jeremiah that go to the potter's house only when you get there shall i give you the message for the house of the lord alipomwambia yeremia kwamba nenda katika nyumba ya mfinyanzi utakapofika tu pale ndipo nitakupa ujumbe wa nyumba ya Israeli that's why jeremiah went to the valley of Ben-Hinnon. Ndio sababu Yeremia akakwenda katika bonde la Ben-Hinnon. Because that's where now the poorer people the potters used to work. That's the valley is there. Kwa sababu hapo ndipo wale watu maskini fukara walipokuwa wakiishi katika mabonde. And na he is saying according to Jeremiah he was saying that the potter was using broke the other pot broken pot to mix with mud and do what and build another pot another na ndiposa alikuwa anasema kwamba huyo mfinyanzi alikuwa anatumia vile viungu vizee anavyongamanisha na kutengeza viungu vingine but we know lakini tuwajua that at that valley there was so much garbage ya kwamba katika lile bonde kulikuwa na takataka nyingi so there was stench kwa hivyo kulikuwa na uvundo but that's where the poor people lived na kwamba hapo ndipo watu maskini walipokuwa wakiishi but for jeremiah lakini kwake yeremia the lord was simply saying bwana alikuwa akisema that the worship coming out of that house ya kwamba ibada ambayo inatoka katika hiyo nyumba like this ilikuwa inanuka uvundo anyhow hata hivyo the richer people used to live up the poorer down watu matajiri walikuwa wakiishi juu hawa maskini wanaishi kule chini when you look at the dining table of the poorer people unapoangalia ile meza ya chakula ya watu maskini this what you saw hiki ndicho ulichoona the, the pita bread until today in israel the pita bread is subsidized by government hadi wa leo mkate aina wa bita kule Israeli unalipiwa na serikali umepunguzwa bei na serikali that everybody may afford the common denominator everybody may afford ya kwamba kila mtu wa kawaida anaweza akajimudu that everybody may afford kwamba kila mtu apate kujimudu so you found bread was there kwa hivyo unapata kwamba mkate ulikuwepo pale whatever else you found you ate with it chochote kingine ulichopata ulikula pamoja na but if you look at the picture of the richer people lakini ukiangalia taswira ya watu matajiri on the mountain katika mlima that bread was there huo mkate ulikuwemo but there also olive oil and wine lakini kulikuwa na mafuta ya zaituni na divei Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Olive oil and wine. Kulikuwa na mavuta ya zaituni na divei. And he's sending the rider of the black horse. Naye anamtuma mpandaji wa farasi mweusi. And he's saying, Naye anasema, If you find those ikiwa utapata hao who are barely making it ambao wanafaulu wana tu barely surviving wananusurika tu wanaishi wana it harder for them. Eh ukafanya itakuwa ngumu kwao. A quart of wheat for a day's wages is just enough wheat for one person for one day kibaba changano kwa mshahara wa mtu ni kibaba kinachotosha tu mtu mmoja sikiza but if you find those whose dining table looks like oil and wine please do not damage it preserve them lakini ukipata wale ambao meza zao zafanana kama divei na mafuta tafadhali ukawahifadhi usiwaangamize the oil mafuta the oil represents the flow of the anointing of the holy spirit mafuta inaashiria mtiriko wa upako wake roho mtakatifu 
So in other words, the Lord was saying, I'm releasing the ride of the black horse. But when you go down there, you'll find two types of congregations. You'll find a church where the gospel has been commercialized and the truth of God has been replaced with the pagan beliefs of liberalism homosexuality gospel of prosperity and name it and there is hunger there utapata kanisa pale chini ambapo injili ya Mungu imefisadishwa na mashoga na usasa na mambo ya uhuru na mambo kama hayo liberal theology ma liberal theologia they are teaching another gospel wanafundisha injili nyingine the truth of god ukweli, has been replaced ukweli wa Mungu umebadilishwa and there is hunger in that church na kuna njaa katika ilo kanisa anything you teach they eat it chochote unachofundisha wanakula there is scarcity kuna kukosefu if you find that church ukipata ilo kanisa destroy that church ukaliangamiza ilo kanisa that is not the bride huyo sio biarusi And he says, Kisha anasema, because you might be thinking, wow, what a cruel God, right? Listen. And he said, however, anasema, hivyo, you will encounter another church that is in the revival of the Holy Ghost. The oil and wine church. The oil and wine church. Do you remember the wine? When Jesus took the cup and say this is my blood the church that is in the blood of Jesus the church where the Holy Spirit is flowing like yesterday like yesterday here the cripples are walking the blind are seen there is a revival the truth is preached holiness the women are not naked He says, anasema, when you meet the church, unapokutana na ilo And Jesus said, in Matthew chapter 25, that the wise virgins bear the jar of oil. So the Lord is saying, that the churches in your country need to wake up now and ask yourself, are we the church where the gospel has been commercialized? Where there is the doctrinal era kuna huko mafundisho mabaya na muozo and then anything goes anapochochote kaweza kama sisi ni kanisa that embraces repentance ambalo linakumbatia toba and holiness na utakatifu and the flow of the anointing comes na mtiriko wa upako unakuja as they are preaching the blood of Jesus wanapohubiri damu ya Yesu hallelujah hallelujah the lord is saying bwana anasema that there are two churches kwamba kuna makanisa mawili today leo one of them moja wapo has sold imeuza in spanish they say vende vende katika spaniola wanasema vende vende sangre vende sangre they are selling the blood of jesus wanauza damu ya yesu but he said there is another church na anasema kuna kanisa lingine where holiness 
ambapo utakatifu every time the pastor opens his mouth kila wakati mchungaji afungua mdomo wake you just hear one word holiness unasikia tu neno moja utakatifu no women come with skirts never you never see their legs never look, look at the ones in kenya you will not see them even an inch hata kidogo Hakuna. There must be holiness. It is not a lofty aspiration. It is realizable in this life. I want to say this. Listen to me. The Lord has identified the bride. In saying the bride is covered by the blood of Jesus. Amefunikwa na damu ya Yesu. Because the pastors are preaching the blood. The blood. The blood. The blood. The blood. The blood, the blood all the time. And he say, that church has the Holy Ghost revival. You see many many deaf have opened. Many clippers have gotten up and walking. They are not selling fake miracles like in Nigeria, in America and wherever. They are realizing the promised latter glory wanagundua ile ahadi ya utukufu wa nyakati mwisho uliyoaidiwa they are not teaching some wisdom tricks of financial positioning in the financial marketplace no hawafundishi no. ujanja fulani ya kujiwasilisha kujiweka katika nafasi hii fulani ya kifedha they are preaching the blood of jesus and the coming of the messiah everybody kila mtu lift up your hand we return to jesus The mighty Jesus I repent today and turn away from sin Please Jesus make me the oil and wine church the perfect bride Mighty Jesus establish the blood of Jesus in my life In my church in the mighty name of Jesus Today I am born again over and out I speak to you you